Bonjour, mon ami. You're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. We've got a juicy topic today. It's one that comes up with alarming frequency among all my female friends. We're discussing those life-sucking household chores from hell. I'm offering my top tips for getting through all that household crap we hate, including one very helpful practice that will help you to reframe the whole damn thing. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student, and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there. I am so pleased that you've joined me today. This week, we're discussing the ages-old problem of all that household drudgery, those endless, thankless tasks that wind us up and bum us out and make us want to tear our hair out with frustration. It is probably one of the biggest sources of disharmony and conflict in our family life. And I'll admit that it's one area that I've struggled with in the past and continue to struggle with to this day. There is something about housework that whips me into a fury. (laughs) And I've got a particular hated chore within it. And when I start, It's almost impossible for me to snap out of my hatred and approach it with mindfulness. Now, I can apply mindfulness to most areas and tasks in my life these days, even to not so pleasant ones. But get that vacuum in front of me and bam, I am pissed off. And even worse, when I catch myself in the act of that, I don't even want to snap out of it. I am filled with righteous indignation. Why am I doing this shit? Why is it always me doing this shit? So vacuuming is my chore from hell. And not only do I hate the vacuum, but the vacuum hates me back. I've got one of those Henry vacuums, as they're called, which are very popular in the UK. They gave the vacuum a name, and they put a cute little face on it. But I'm not fooled by that obnoxious attempt to make me feel that vacuuming is an agreeable pastime. In fact, my Henry gave me a black eye last year. I was furiously vacuuming away, muttering thoughts of hatred and bitterness towards the sorry state of women's liberation in the world, or at least in my world, when Henry's metallic tubes came apart and the tube that remained in my hand carried the movement forward and upward and nearly took my eye out. Honestly, I was lucky to get away with a black eye. Why, oh why, do they not put some kind of clamp on the bloody tubes to hold them together so they're not constantly dropping to bits? Surely this is a no-brainer. And why 
Do the hoses catch on every doorknob and piece of furniture? Why does the cord catch on everything? Why does bloody Henry park himself and refuse to move forward when I pull? Why is the pushing and twisting movement of vacuuming so backbreaking? I've put my back out more than once doing my most hated held chore. So you can see I got some things going on there, right? But even my dog Twiggy knows that Henry is not the friendly and benign chap they make him out to be. When he appears, Twiggy disappears. Smart girl. So you probably have your own hated chore from hell too. Maybe you're with me and it's the vacuuming or the hoovering as they say in the UK. Maybe it's the laundry, the dusting, the dishes, or the hundreds of other thankless, repetitive tasks we do to stop our homes from becoming a pigsty. Whatever your hell chore is, I hope my following pointers will go some way to lighten your load and to make it, well, if not exactly enjoyable, at least more bearable and not quite so shitty. (laughs) So, number one. Number one is an NLP technique, that's Neuro Linguistic Programming Technique, that you can use to reframe the way you think about your chore from hell. Now, this is not something to do if you're driving or operating machinery. Come back to it later. So, the first step that you do is to remember a time when you were doing something very enjoyable, something fun and fulfilling that brought you joy, that you just really enjoyed doing. So think about that now. Return to it in your mind, seeing what you saw, hearing what you heard, and feeling how good you felt. And if you can't remember a time offhand, imagine how wonderful it would feel to be having fun and doing some joyful activity. So remember this time in your mind, something fun and fulfilling and joyful, and just run this experience through your mind, making the colors brighter and bolder. This is part two. One is remembering that time, identifying that time. Two is running through this experience in your mind and making the colors brighter, the sounds crisper, the feelings, the really good, fun, joyful feelings stronger. Just keep replaying it in your mind as you're building this positive experience until you're really feeling this positive experience in yourself. Now, when you feel, when you've built up these positive, joyful, fun feelings, and you're feeling these good feelings in your body and in your mind, squeeze together the thumb and middle finger of your right hand. And here you are anchoring this wonderful feeling to the gesture. Now, to really anchor this more fully, Number three, 
Run this through several more times while continuing to squeeze your thumb and middle finger together to really lock in these good feelings. And you'll know when you have it done enough when all you need to do is squeeze your thumb and finger together and that you can easily bring back the feeling of fun and joy. You can feel it in your mind and in your emotions and spreading through your body. So number three, run through this memory several times while continuing to squeeze your thumb and middle finger together to really lock in the good feelings, associating it with the gesture. Okay, so when you've got these really good feelings running through your body, you've squeezed together your thumb and forefinger or your finger. Number four, next, think about your chore. Okay, so once again, squeeze your thumb and middle finger together and feel that joyful feeling spreading through your body and imagine taking it with you into doing your chore. Imagine doing your chore and getting it done easily and quickly and effortlessly and painlessly. See what you'll see, hear what you'll hear, and feel how good it feels to be getting it done so effortlessly. Five. Now, still squeezing your thumb and finger together, remember that fun and joyful feeling. And once again, imagine doing your chore. And this time, I want you to incorporate in your imagination a few of the things that annoy you about your chore occurring as you're doing it. And then notice yourself handling it all perfectly, happily. See what you'll see, hear, what you hear and feel how good it feels to be so much more cheerful in this situation. Okay, six. Stop now and think about doing that chore. And notice if there's a difference from only a few minutes ago before you started this. Do you feel less annoyed and more relaxed about it? And if not, just repeat the exercise until you do. Each time you repeat this exercise, it will become easier and easier to experience feelings of relaxation and calm and joy literally at your fingertips. So that's my NLP reframing technique. It really is great to repeat it. Do it regularly, make use of it. You can apply it to all sorts of things. So look for creative ways in your life that you can use this same technique. It's a really powerful technique to reframe and anchor good feelings to something that you don't have such good feelings about or something that causes you fear or worry or anxiety. Or in this case, your hell chore. Make it less hellish. Okay, we're moving on. Number two, put on some upbeat music that you love, music that just makes you feel good. 
Now, this doesn't always quite work for vacuuming, my vacuuming hatred, because of the noise Henry makes, little bugger. But as I detest most housework, <laughs> it sure does liven up other hell chores. And it's indispensable during those hell chore marathons, like when you've got to clear up months of slovenly neglect before people come to visit, or like for me, when I regularly had to spend a whole hellish day cleaning my self-catering cottage on changeover days. I used to dread those days. It would be like six hours nonstop of cleaning and doing beds and all that stuff. So for me, putting on some 80s music would really make all the difference as I can just sing along and happily recall my misspent youth. So that's number two. Put on some upbeat music you love and just let that carry you through your hell chores. Three, use the time to do some mind programming by reciting affirmations that are pertinent to your situation and your goals. You could use the ever-popular I love and accept myself exactly as I am affirmation to boost your self-esteem, or maybe an abundance affirmation like this one recommended by Bob Proctor. I am so happy and grateful now that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. That's a good one. Or my favorite health one, I am slim and fit and healthy and becoming more and more slim and fit and healthy. Obviously, that's if you want to be a bit more slim. But, you know, come up with an affirmation that suits you, adapt it to your circumstances, and use the time that you spend doing your chore by just repeating this over and over again in your mind or even out loud to reprogram your mind. It's a good thing to do. Okay, number four, practice mindfulness. Now, this is a bit of a different approach from the last one where we're programming our mind. This one, we're keeping our minds open and just paying attention to what's going on in the moment. Now, I know that I perhaps am not one to talk here because of my seeming inability to be mindful once the vacuuming hell chore hatred takes hold of me. But I do try. <laughs> I do make an effort. So in this one, just aim to be present paying attention to what you are doing moment by moment and what your senses are taking in, the movement, the sounds, the smells, and you're trying not to attach past feelings or emotions to it. You're just present with what is. So that's number four. Number five is to do my inner smile meditation to rev up your good vibes before you embark on your chore from hell. So it's just a five-minute guided meditation called The Inner Smile, and it gets those feel-good endorphins flowing to get you in a good frame of mind to tackle whatever, whatever it is from a higher frame of mind and to just kind of approach things with love because that's what The Inner Smile meditation gets you feeling. Or you can even do it afterwards if you need to push the reset button to return to a good frame of mind after your hell chores. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. And six, I like this one. Pat yourself on the back when it's over. Give yourself some credit for doing the shit you had to do. 
allow yourself to feel really good about having dealt with it and to just bask in the glow and the glory that it's done and out of the way for the next little while. Phew, it's out of the way. Hurrah, it's done. Yay, you're amazing. You got it done. Good for you. Okay, number seven, communicate. This is one I need to take my own advice on here. Maybe you need to have a conversation or set some boundaries with someone or create a schedule that shares out the chores among your family members. It seems like a no-brainer, but lots of us just bury our feelings and go back to sticking our heads in the sand and just thinking, oh, I'll just do it all myself. But honestly, try communicating with your significant others to look at ways that you can sort this out on a larger scale so that it's not all on your shoulders. And number eight builds on that last one. And it's even better. Delegate these chores to someone else. Yay, oh, this one's my fave. One of these days, I am going to employ a cleaner and just kind of take all sorts of that crap entirely off my plate. Bring on that one. Okay, my friends, there you have it. Those are my top tips to get through your chores from hell. I'll just do a quick recap. Number one, reframe the way you think about it, about your hell chore with my NLP technique that anchors good feelings and just totally reframes the whole damn thing. Two, put on some upbeat music that you love. Three, Use the time to do some mind programming by reciting affirmations. Four, practice mindfulness by paying attention to what you are doing moment by moment. Five, rev up your good vibes with my inner smile meditation before and or after the hell chores. Six, pat yourself on the back when it's over and bask in the glow that it's done and out of the way for a while. Seven, communicate. Set some boundaries. Share out the chores among your family members. And lastly, delegate them to someone else. Oh, I just cannot wait to put that last one into action. Now, before we finish up, I have some really exciting news to share on how you can amplify your well-being as well as your positive impact in the world like nobody's business. In a couple of months, I will be launching my new membership experience called The Inner Circle. In this monthly membership, I'll be offering my most powerful top-down techniques to sort yourself out, to free yourself of your hang-ups and blockages, to take charge of your mind, and to nourish your soul. There will be mini-courses, hypnosis sessions, guided meditations, tapping videos, neuro-linguistic programming techniques, mindfulness training, the ageless wisdom teachings, and way more good stuff so that wherever you are on your path to greater well-being, you can start right there and then take the next step when you're ready. You'll have the tools, practices, and techniques that you need to not just heal your life, but to make it more meaningful, fulfilling, 
peaceful, and beautiful. So if you're ready to transform your well-being and would like to be kept informed, go on over to theinspirationcloud.com slash membership to get on the wait list and I will keep you updated. I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but the link is theinspirationcloud.com slash membership. And also, don't forget to download your free Inner Smile Guided Meditation. It's designed to get your endorphins flowing, you know, those feel-good hormones that give you a natural buzz to really rev up the good vibes so that your hell chores will be a breeze. And this meditation, it's really quick. It only takes five minutes. Okay, my friend, that's all from me today. Thanks so much for listening. It's so great. I really appreciate that you've chosen to spend a bit of time with me. So have a great week, and I'll see you next week when we're discussing how to cope with things when the people around you do not appreciate or understand your self-development journey. And that can be a biggie in relationships. So we'll see you next week, hopefully. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. And bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes, preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.